2: It is Brian Mazerowski here with you on uh, WBEN for the next hour or so. Thanks for hanging out with me, and uh, great to have you here on the eve of your 4th of July weekend. Hoping that uh, everybody's going to have a nice weekend. Weather looks great for it. I'm ready to get it kicked off. Getting set up. I want to know from you, 803 what, how do you celebrate the 4th of July and if you are or are not a fireworks person? Now, what do I mean by that? Are you a fireworks person? I am not talking about somebody who likes to go and watch fireworks Likes to go out there to whether, you know, the UB and Amherst, the canal side fireworks down at the Bison's game after the BPO, one of these big fireworks displays or wherever across Western New York. I'm not talking about that. Everybody likes to do that. Those are great. I'm talking about, are you a fireworks person? And you know what I mean. Are you the type of person who can't wait for 4th of July weekend so that you can light fireworks and watch them explode in your own backyard? Are you the type of person who, as soon as those tents open up on the side of the road, you're the first one meandering around and seeing what they have inside? Are you the type of person who's taking a trip across the border to PA, maybe not even once, maybe twice, maybe three times a year, to stock up on two-for-one or three-for-one deals on fireworks. Are you that type of person? Yes or no. You can let me know, 803-0930. And how big are fireworks in your 4th of July celebration? I go, uh, you know, back and forth on this. It kind of year to year depends on what you do. Um, Some years I am very much a fireworks person. Uh, And sometimes it was me. I'll go all the way back to uh, being a teenager and my first experience with fireworks. And it was... A uh, slightly terrifying uh, but extremely invigorating moment when we went, you know, out to Pennsylvania, took the drive, you know, just able to drive, went in. We must have been 18. I think you have to be 18 to buy it. So we must have just turned 18. They check your ID when you walk in. And we are you know walking around like kid in a candy store. Like the guy was talking about the weed shop earlier. Kid, kid We're walking around looking at all the fireworks, and we, we don't really know what we're getting we're, what looks and sounds the coolest. and they all look and sound very cool. So we each pick up you know a bunch of fireworks. Okay, this is what we're buying, and we take it back and we're gonna light them off on the Fourth of July weekend. And uh, so it comes time. And we set it up in the backyard. We put it on, it said to make sure it's on a level piece. Uh, so we just put like a little piece of wood there on the backyard, which is not really solid. And in my head, and in my friend's head, what we got in Pennsylvania was very much like what they are allowed to sell here in New York now. Like a big sparkler, right? Something that just shoots out of uh, the ground. Like a big sparkler would be very cool. Like Goldberg. Remember when Goldberg used to walk to the ring and he'd have the sparklers going and he'd walk through it and breathe in the smoke and and it would be awesome. That's kind of what we expected. So the first one goes off and it shoots up into the sky and boom and we both look at each other <laughs> and we're like holy crap I, we were amazed like we just bought real fireworks and then the next one goes off <laughs> boom in his neighbor's backyard and then the next one goes off. <laughs> Boom. It goes the other way because this, we didn't have it on solid ground, so it keeps going this way and that way and, this, and over on this person and above this person's roof. And we got terrified. <laughs> we had no idea what to do. We were running for our lives. We didn't know where it was going to shoot next. We ran around the corner to our friend's house, uh, hung out in the basement, and said, oh, we got to lay low for a while because I think we almost just lit the neighborhood on fire because we didn't know what we were doing. So that was my first experience with fireworks. We didn't know that we were buying the real thing. And then we found out the hard way. And then we had a whole trunk load left. What do you do then? And we lit them off. But we were a little more smart about it. This time in the middle of the street, where it's on solid ground. And we just crossed our fingers and prayed that no uh, cars would come around. 8030930 are you a fireworks person or not when it comes to the 4th of July we'll go to rich rich is out in lakeview rich for thanks for uh, the call thanks for listening uh, are you a fireworks type of person
3: well you know what i would call myself about a 50%er with an asterisk with a caveat because i was never one of those guys who enjoyed giving ptsd to every animal or human in the neighborhood mhm uh, <laughs> You know, I didn't do that. And then, you know, but it was fun, you know, when your parents are spending the money to almost burn down the neighborhood. But then you become a parent slash homeowner. And first of all, you have you have a little one, right? The first one what you think sparklers are safe until your toddler tries to pick up all those little sparklers that are around there, get a watch for the burning, you know, because sensibility comes along. But what knocked me out of being pro fireworks at least at my house, I'll blow off other people's stuff, but the cleanup the morning of July 5th, that knocked me out of, you know, taking, well, now it's, I, I have neighbors that are in the four or $5,000 range and it looks like a war zone. It looks like, uh, you know, uh, a, a 2020 report or a 60 minutes report after they're done.
2: Rich, Look. I know exactly what you're talking about. Thank you, Rich. Um, And this is another one of my fireworks experiences, One Fourth of July, where we were over at a friend's house. We were out in Lancaster. And his stepdad got the whole shebang from Pennsylvania. I mean, got it all. And uh, we were hanging out, and he was uh, in the... uh, Patty and Steve, if you're listening, how's it going? I'll be over there on the 4th... uh, this year, not doing what we did these years ago, uh, but it, it was the same type of thing, right? Uh, he let us light off the fireworks, and I there's, I it's there's something for, you get a rush out of it. There's no no denying that, and especially to the caller's point. When it's somebody else's fireworks. <laughs> you didn't have to pay for them. And it's not your house that you're lighting up. So you're not as worried when it's not on your property for some reason. If the cops come, you know, it's, well, it's somebody else's. I'll run that way. <laughs> I don't live here. There's uh, there's something like, uh, there's something to that. Makes you feel a little bit better. But he had that. And he, I mean, bought him by the truckload and we lit them all off. And it was I mean, it was better than the town's fireworks show going on in the backyard. It was incredible. And we had a blast. And then we woke up the next morning and we took a look in the backyard. And we all just looked at each other saying, oh, my. What happened here? It was that cleanup, like you mentioned. It was unbelievable. And, uh... It wasn't my house. <laughs> Although it's my backyard right now, I don't know if you can make it much worse. Maybe we need to uh, blow off a few fireworks down there. I mean, what's what's a few more holes in the ground going to do compared to what my dogs uh, have dug? But uh, that was that was uh, one of my other fireworks experiences. And that was a blast. That I had a great time. But again, part of that having a great time, well, it's somebody else doing a bulk of the work i just have the fun of lighting it off and running away we'll fast forward to another time <laughs> i've got a lot of great firework stories uh another time uh lighting off fireworks this time also somebody else's we're having a good time and uh my wife is uh, there's a bonfire going off somewhere else we're over in the fireworks station uh and you know my wife is please be careful this was the first time she was around me, lighting off the fireworks. And so she's saying this, you know, be careful over there, you know, watch yourself. And I, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I got it. And so we're lighting off the fire, and it's going fine. We're having a good time, and everybody's doing that. And then somebody throws uh, an empty box into the bonfire. And I think you know where this story's going. It wasn't empty. There was still something left in there, and then all of a sudden, people are sitting around the bonfire, and boom, boom, fireworks. Nobody got hurt, thankfully, but I do remember saying to my wife after, um, yeah, who's the one who should be careful? (laughs) I'm over here in the danger-free zone. Let's go over to Lancaster. That's where I was uh, for the story just a a few minutes ago. Chapman, you're on WBEN. Uh, Are you a fireworks person or not?
4: I'd like to think so, but we, uh, me and my friends, um, back years ago, I'm almost 40 now, but uh, back uh, shortly after high school, we ended up taking things a a bit further. Um, We're still young and uh, haven't really, uh, well, we all thought we were indestructible then, so we were still doing stupid things and all that, though. So um, imagine, if you will, uh, this scene. Um, It's about dusk, starting to get dark. You've been invited by some other people to come out and to fire out some fireworks out by a quarry near the house. Um, park the car, you're walking up a trail, it's a little hazy, you're hearing fireworks going off, and you're hearing laughing and stuff and screaming, and then as you're walking even closer to where all the stuff, where everything is going on, you just see a bunch of people running around in the smoke, just barely seeing figures like going in and out of the clouds of smoke, Roman candles, bottle rockets, large rockets, mortars being fired at, at each other with everyone running around, basically coming upon what looks like a war scene where everyone's just firing everything out from their hand. And So, yeah, we uh, took things a step further and all that. You yeah. really walk upon a war scene and all that, and we're all just firing stuff at each other. It's about 10 of us.
2: Yeah. Hey, uh, thanks for the call. You just described uh, 2020, July 4th. That's what it looked like, because everyone, do you remember that a couple of years ago? People were setting off fireworks every single day for months, and then I just knew it, the 4th of July, this is going to be like a Fireworks Central everywhere. And that's what happened, um, at least I remember, we were on Delaware Street in the city of Tonawanda, we were hanging out over at our friend's house, and I mean, you heard the fireworks going off, firecrackers, and you know, all different things were happening, and we walked out, we were in, you know, kind of right off the street, but then... We walked past uh, the yard and looked in the street, and this is not, this is on Delaware, and it was just a haze. It was like a foggy morning, but it's all just smoke from the fireworks all over the street, and that's what it was. <laughs> and I was like, that it was unbelievable. I mean, it was zero visibility, not because of the weather, but because of the fireworks. So that's, it reminds me of uh, 2020, right? And, you know, to the previous caller's point, and to, you know, what uh, this caller just said about, you know, when you were young and dumb, and I now, you know, the previous caller's point, as a father, I now am, you know, old and boring a little bit. So I, I don't think you're going to catch me running around setting off fireworks anytime soon. Or having a a big boatload of them. Because I am a little old and boring. Safety-minded. I got the dogs at home. We're certainly not doing that where I live. But I am glad that I was young and dumb at one point. Because those are great stories. And everyone got out safely. Which is great. Doesn't always happen. It is dangerous. As are... A lot of things that great stories come out of. I'm glad I was young and dumb at one point. I, You know, back in the teenage years, I, I remember when we still had that boatload of fireworks. After the first mishap, where we're shooting them all over the neighborhood, unbeknownst to us. Had to ran, uh, run away, lay low for a while. Um, I remember we were across the street. And my friend's dad was, you know, they were lighting off bottle rockets here. And so then, you know, we were right across the street within earshot. So we'd hear them lighting off bottle rockets. And we would, you know, we had a, a whole uh, arsenal of stuff of our own. So they'd light off a bottle rocket. We'd light off one. They'd light off uh, a couple. And so we'd light off uh, a couple. You get like a little back and forth going on, you know, across the street. My friend's parents and us. Stupid kids. And so then they lit off like a bunch of bottle rockets at once. And so then we took out the big actual fireworks (laughs) and and lit that off. And guess who won that exchange? There was no response. It was all over. But it's fun. It's uh, And there are... Fireworks people and there are not fireworks people. And I would say that right now I'm probably somewhere in between. I'm in between uh, transitioning from a fireworks person to not a fireworks person. But I loved it. Every 4th of July, uh, getting out there. Somebody texts in. Love hearing the fireworks, talking uh, amongst each other, showing patriotism, seeing the red, white, and blue. It is maybe my favorite holiday every single year. Uh, the Fourth of July, and then there's people who aren't. And if you're not a fireworks person, that's fine. I might even call you a smart person, like this person who texted in. I like my fingers and eyes. Thank you. I worked at the ER at DCMC. I know what happens. That's what I would call a smart, logical person, not a fireworks person. You don't. I'm. I'm just gonna generalize here. And this is not meant to make offense to anybody because, like I said, I am also this person who had gone shopping south of the border in Pennsylvania many times before to pick up a whole bunch of fireworks to light off on the 4th of July. So I am in this group. But I'm going to go out and, you know, on a limb here and say the average IQ in the inside of the fireworks store is not very high. We're we're not exactly brainiacs, us fireworks people. But that's okay, that's okay. It's part of the holiday. I love it. Um, I don't think I'll be doing it this time around. You hear the horror stories from everybody. My grandma tells me a story about holding a Roman candle and uh, it you know backfire. You're not supposed to hold these things. Backfires, shoots the wrong way, and going up the sleeve of her sweater. Don't want that to happen to you. And uh, somebody else uh, chiming in, there's uh, also firework people who are all about safety. Water disposal, first aid stuff, and everything. Fire extinguishers. You know what? That's good. I applaud you. Are you or are you not a fireworks person? Do you have any of uh, those fireworks stories of your own? You can let us know. 803-0930. Brian Mazarowski. I'll be hanging out here with you until about 10 o'clock on WBEM.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours
2: Alright, welcome back. Brian Mazrowski here with you on uh, Friday. It's July 1st. We're uh, getting ready for the 4th of July weekend. It's going to be a great one. And I've been asking you this morning, are you or are you not a fireworks person? You know what I mean? The person who likes to go out, take the road trip, come back home with a trunk full of explosives. Sounds dangerous, because it is. And uh, light them off in your own backyard or somebody else's. It was always my preferred. Somebody else's place. Somebody else's fireworks, somebody else's backyard. And that was my favorite way of being a fireworks person. 803-0930, 803-0930 to uh, join me this morning. I, uh, you know, I've told some of the stories back in the day. Lighting off fireworks. Having a good time. And I'm uh, transitioning to becoming an uh, old, boring person. And that's where I am right now. Uh, someone's chiming in on the text board. And I don't know. You, you tell me if this is uh, the good or the bad way to look at it. Uh, the person's texting: I was a fireworks person when I was younger. Did it. So kind of done with it now that the kids are older. And I don't know. I feel like... I'm the opposite way, just a little bit. I, I kind of think, like, this is how my arc as a fireworks person is going to go. I was into it, you know, when I was younger, like age 18 through 25 or 26, peak fireworks person years. And then you get a little bit older, and when you have little kids, you start to get a bit more of a brain hopefully, and then uh, you back off of that stuff just a little bit. The unnecessarily dangerous things. You know, Kid is just as enthralled with a professional fireworks show. as He, he doesn't need the added danger of lighting them off yourself for many years. Kids like fireworks just, you know, as they are. Now, where I think I think I will become a fireworks person again when my kid is older in order to prevent him from being a fireworks person. I think that's how it goes, right? You have to then be a fireworks person to stop them from doing the same stupid stuff that I did when I was a kid and buying them and letting them off yourself. You do it for them because I think, you know, when you're a little kid – You always like the fireworks show, and it's great for a while. But then, like most things, it gets a little bit, I don't know, boring. It's kind of the same over and over. So it's fun, fun, fun until you get to be a teenager. And then it's like, oh, yeah, fireworks, that's nice. But it just doesn't have the same, you know, you're not wowed or wide-eyed looking at the fireworks. So that's when you start to think about, oh. It would be more fun if I could light these off myself. And that's when you become a fireworks person. And I think that's when I become one again, when I start to see uh, my own kid doing that. And that's I'll hopefully step in and say, hey, uh, I'll take care of this. Somebody else uh, chiming in about uh, 60s and early 70s. Cherry bombs, M-80s, and everything else, which I don't – can you buy those? I don't know if you can. Anyway, you can buy, like, firecrackers, uh, but I, I don't know how much bigger you can really get than that. But they're telling the story about how they uh, had one explode between two of their fingers. Said their fingers are fine, but they were numb for hours that day. Yeah, I would imagine. Those days were a blast. I see, As long as you keep everything intact, years later you have a fun story. But that's like everything, right? Everything that's a little bit dangerous that you like doing when you're younger becomes a great story at the end of the day. So it's not like you want to totally take away. I mean, where do fireworks fall? Fireworks are inherently dangerous. I mean, it literally is Something that explodes that you're lighting off. I think it's a pretty dangerous thing. I mean, where where is the line right between, you know, the fun, dangerous things that you, you all like to do growing up and like where the parents are supposed to step in and just like absolutely not? And make sure that it never happens. I don't know. Because like there is that issue. Right of uh, everyone's kind of like treated with kid gloves. For a long time. What did we start off talking about this week? Breastfeeding until what age five? Like hey. uh, At some point you gotta move on. And you have to let your kids be kids. And that's going to involve a little bit of danger, right? That's going to involve some things that make you go, ooh. But you have to let kids be kids. But there's a line there somewhere. Is fireworks over the line for you? How old, uh, you know, would you trust your teenager being able to uh, go uh, and about? Is it 18, you know, the, the age that you're legally allowed to purchase something? or is it something else? Maybe New York making the like big sparklers, that's what I call them, what you see in the tents everywhere. Maybe New York making the big sparklers makes that conversation a little bit easier. It's like, yeah, sure, you can have this and, you know, you you get whatever from the tent. And you know, some of those are pretty impressive. But it's not the same as, you know, the what I was saying at the start of the show, right? That story about me buying actual fireworks, not realizing what it was. Lighting them off and then having them crisscrossing a neighborhood in everybody's backyard. But uh, th- there's a line there somewhere between... Having fun and being a little bit too dangerous. Driving down the 33 in the back of somebody's Jeep. Very illegal. And being too dangerous. 803 to join me. The cutoff point somebody uh, texts in is when you put other people and their property in peril. Yeah, that's the – I think that's when the adults in the room, right, have to step in. Uh, and somebody else saying that they'll probably be back when their grandkids get a little older. Is that, you know, right? It goes in cycles and waves. When your grandpa, you want to, you know, take everybody – to the fireworks show, your own fireworks show, show them off, <laughs> have fun with the kids, and then somebody else. Life is dangerous. That's what makes it interesting. Yeah, for a lot of, a lot of it, right? That's what. Like so much of the last two years, has I wonder if people go back to fireworks? So much of the last two years, right? Safety before everything. Be care- think about this. Before you have fun, are you being safe? And that's like the exact opposite of fireworks, people, right? We, we go out there and there's some people are, yes, thinking about safety. And you are a little bit. But obviously not that much when you're uh, poking your head over and uh, seeing, hey, how do we do this? What is-? You're basically every time lighting off something that you, you have no idea what it's really going to do at the end of the day. They say, uh, someone else chiming in, the line for me, anything with danger involved is uh, when you realize you can't afford to get hurt saying that they were a big snowboarder going off all of the jumps and rails. And after two big falls, that they, they realized they can't afford to be put out of work for weeks or months. I feel like that's me at like this point in my life, where, listen, I can still be fun and like a tiny bit stupid at select points, but you can't be uh, reckless and dumb anymore. As soon as you have a family, that's right, uh, or a job and a family, I think that's when you realize you can't be completely reckless anymore with everything. You can still, you know, have a little bit of uh, rule bending, a little sense of danger out there, but it's definitely a lot different than when you were younger in your teens or early 20s or something like that. Eight oh three oh nine thirty to join me. We'll go uh, up to N.T. Richard, um, are you a fireworks person, yes or no?
5: Well, I was, okay? Um, I have two stories to say. One is very similar to yours about keeping it on a flat surface. So I went down to PA and I bought an SUV load full of fireworks. And I was going to fire them off at the ring of fire at Canisius Lake every January, uh, July 3rd, which is a blast. And uh, when they say put it on a flat surface, they mean put it on a flat surface. So we were tipping it a little to try to get it to go over to More, And one misfired, a burst. So it it came out the bottom. And that campsite, that uh, cottage area with all these kids and people uh, became like Vietnam. It looked like a scene out of Platoon. Uh, There was... Things bursting and crackling all over the place. One one lady got burned on her leg. I have to apologize uh, the next day to her husband for blowing up his wife. And, uh, yeah, so I took all the fireworks from that point in, the rest of them, put them back in my SUV and brought, brought them back up to NT. That was the end of that. And the other one was uh, I was involved with a municipality. I worked for a municipality and was involved tangentially with uh, the fireworks display. And so the guy was setting it up said hey yeah uh, come on uh, tonight you can help me blow them off and so I went and it's great I mean you're at ground zero you're right underneath this fireworks display and it's like this the ground is thumping and it's it's awesome and they're blowing up right above you the finale however wasn't as exciting what happened is with the finale they have crates they put them all together all the fireworks they like one fuse and it, 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 it's all interconnected. It just goes off, you know, the finale. Except on this particular occasion, the wood pallets that were holding together, the crate and everything, started to fall apart. And a guy screamed to me, run, <laughs> run for your life. I started, I became part of the display because I was running across the field away from these things blowing off. Yeah, these things are dangerous. They should be left to the pros. <laughs> my yeah. 2 story.
2: Richard, thank you. Um, and those are some good stories. I Look, it's part of it, right? It's... I think this is everyone's arc. You are a fireworks person. You love it. You know it's dangerous. You have a couple mishaps that turn out to be really good stories for the rest of your life. And then after... One or maybe two of those, you come to an epiphany where you say, I'm not allowed to be this stupid anymore. And then you stop for a while, and then maybe you start up again. Our own Tim Wanger is watching Fireworks in Action this morning. Tim, did you light any off? i wish i could i didn't even get to use the detonator uh one of the
0: one of the camera folks from spectrum uh got to detonate this thing what they did brian is out in alden at the uh, erie county sheriff's gun range uh and it's where the the bomb squad does a whole bunch of stuff too um they took us back into this real remote area and they they took just a regular old uh you know home firework um you know they they took the active uh, firework component from that and they put it in a plastic one gallon milk jug And they detonated it. And it's unbelievable. I mean, if you just look at our Twitter feed uh, on WBEN, I mean, it's, you know, a little eight second thing, but it just shows the force of just one firework. And I'm not, I love fireworks, always have and um, still do. But it sure is a reminder that you better be careful because there's a lot of force, a lot of power with just just one of those. Um, it, this is the equivalent. What they used was the equivalent. I think it was 500 grams, the equivalent of, like, one firework that would shoot up, like, in a cylinder into the sky from your backyard.
2: Which can be pretty, pretty cool. powerful, as you can see in this video, at WBEN. Check it out. Um, the I remember going to one of these. They do it uh, before the 4th of July every single year. And one of the right. things that sticks out in my head is, you know, coming and watching this as like a 25 year old or however old I was and used to setting off fireworks every 4th of July. And what you mentioned with the detonator, they have a long wire running, everyone's standing like way far away, maybe behind something to shield them in case something goes wrong and they have a detonator. And I remember it clicking in my head that, hmm, this is a lot different than me with a small lighter (laughs) uh, lighting it and then just yelling, run!
0: Right with a one-inch fuse, right? You know that uh, I, I'm. I'm always fearful that those fuses are going to run faster than you can, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it might happen. But uh, right. it's, Tim, thank you. And if you want to see that video, they're demonstrating what would happen if something goes wrong, and something goes wrong all the time. Uh, check it out at WBen on Twitter. Uh, it's a great display. It, it's a good reminder. It is very dangerous. Dangerous part of what makes it fun. But eventually you're going to have to get smart. Tom in Buffalo, you're on WBEN. Tom, are you a fireworks person or no?
6: Well, I actually used to work for a fireworks company uh, setting off the shows uh, You know, back in the 70s. But uh, my mother made me quit because I was a teenager. And uh, the owner of the company was killed. And uh, one of his workers was killed out in Darien. Maybe some of your listeners remember that.
2: I i mean, these horror stories happen all the time. So you were out of it. And after going through a tragedy, I i, I would imagine that has to leave a scar. I, do you even want to see them anymore? I mean, much less set them off? Well, I, you know, I don't mind it, but I respect it because I know what it's about, especially
6: the big ones that these guys are shooting at the shows. Just tell you a story, we were firing off at Fantasy Island. And that was going over in Grand Island. And uh, one of the big reports, that's as big as a coffee can, went up in the sky and didn't ignite. It came down in the crowd across. We were on that island over there with a boat used to go around. I had to jump across and run over and grab that thing because kids were going up to it looking at it. If it had gone off, it would have been a terrible thing because they, they star about you know 70 feet in diameter.
2: It, it, it is amazing, the power. Tom, what's your, okay, so we know people are going to go out. They're going to be setting off fireworks. What's If you have to give one tip, you know, listen, have your fun, but have one thing in mind to be safe. What, what would you tell people?
6: Uh, think twice. Make sure you know what you're doing and uh, respect them
2: because they can't hurt you. Appreciate the call. Tom, thank you. It's Tom in uh, Buffalo. He said he used to do it professionally and stopped. I mean, you hear about it every single year. You will hear a story Tuesday morning. I'll be here telling you about some firework tragedy. It's probably not going through your head when you're actually setting them off and having fun. uh, Do fireworks cross the line? Because you could say that about anything, though, right? I mean, you can connect a tragedy to almost anything. But that doesn't mean that everyone everywhere is going to or should, you know, necessarily stop doing it. Tim mentioned about the uh, wick on the fireworks and somebody else uh, chimed in too, saying the wick is just too small. Might be a conspiracy by big wick. They're trying to sell you wick extenders. So they make the uh, wick way too small on that. I agree. I mean, what, come on. Give me a little bit more rope here. Ann is in Amherst. Ann, you're on WBEN. Thanks for listening. Um, are, are you a fireworks person or no?
7: I am if it's done professionally. Um, when I was a college student, <clears throat> I, I rented um, a, a home in in the UB area, actually, on Minnesota Avenue. And all of my roommates were gone to, you know, um, vacations or whatnot, you know. So I was the only college student left in the house. So I actually came back from work, was starting to make my, um, my meal. And then I thought, something is burning, but it's not what I was cooking. And I, I thought, no, this is a really bad aroma. So... I went, uh, I was an upstairs tenant, and I ran down the stairs, and I went outside, and the side of our home was on fire. So, of course, I called 911, then the neighbors of uh, Minnesota Avenue noticed, you know, the fire, and they, you know, got their hoses, and then, you know, I, I had got into a safe area, and then... They were standing back, the firemen came quickly, and <clears throat> through this all, they said, when they investigated the area, they noticed remnants of fireworks. So it was near our home. So basically, it, it's a city area. Whoever was shooting off these, these fireworks, it hit the side of the the home that I resided in, and then my uh, the the uh, the landlord who had how, you know housing investments in that area, he was as white as a ghost, you know, and I I think that you know I'm not sure if he continued with his. Housing investments, rental students for, oh, you know,
2: yeah, I can imagine being uh, scared off. And uh, Ann, thanks for the call. Uh, sorry, we have to take off, but I be careful out there. Have fun, and uh, if you are a fireworks person, make some memories before you decide that you're not. I'm going to enjoy the holiday. Let's U.S. soccer. We can qualify for the Olympics tonight. We got to beat Honduras. Six o'clock. The under twenty kids team. We're gonna do it this time. That's a, that's gonna. What a way to kick off July fourth weekend. It's gonna happen. Thanks for hanging out with me all week. I'll be back on Tuesday. You got David coming up next after the news. It's nine fifty six on W B E N.